Hey, Patriots. I hope you're ready. I hope you did your homework because we're going to race through uh, the first six chapters of Joshua, and that'll make it a lot easier for you. Hope you had a great Memorial Day. I did. Had a great time. Um, we actually watched the movie Wag the Dog, and I really recommend it. It's like really telling. It's uh, Robert De Niro and um, uh, Dustin Hoffman and some other cast of characters, but wow, they were, yeah, it was very obvious what they do. How they play us like a fiddle. And so I would really recommend that you that you watch it. And I got it on YouTube for like three bucks, whatever. And so you can have it for 24 hours. So watch it and share it with people. And it's very eye-opening. And shocking, really, that they put this out there. Because, hello, they're really giving us their game plan of how they do this to us. Um, so anyway, do that. Um, also, if you ever, I don't expect YouTube to shut me down, but if they do, if they do, you know we have Freedom Force News. So find me over there, and you will, you know, we'll, you know, we have that site, and it's, uh, it's actually ours, and it's not something I don't think that it can be easily messed with. Um, it's from um, over in Iceland, and so outside of this whole system, <laughs> at least we hope it is. You never know what hackers could do. All right, so, um, but that's a good place to find me. Um, so I'm so glad you guys are um, liking the videos. That makes me so glad. And uh, just, I'm so thankful to get to do this. I guess you guys can tell how much I absolutely love being able to uh, tell, you know, teach God's word and, and then especially to apply it to this day. It's just a dream to come, come true. So thank you for doing that. And um, I just hope that this really encourages everyone. And especially you're going to love the book of uh, Joshua. And boy, we better get straight to it. So, um, all right, let me see if there's anything else. All right, so if you uh, go to Joshua chapter one, pause the video, come back with me. All right, I want to I want to read the whole thing, but that would take us forever. Um, so just a little back history. They had been, um, you know, the the Jewish people, had the Israelites had been uh, slaves in Egypt. The Lord led them out with a great salvation across, you know, the Red Sea and bam, the plagues and all that stuff. So uh, I've got some videos on the playlists um, on this YouTube channel uh, called The Ten Commandments. There's an animated one. It's really, really terrific. And uh, of course, the good old Charlton Heston one is so, so good. Um, so, you know, going to get a refresher course on all of that. And that's basically, I would love to, I want to tell that story one day too. But basically, guys, we are being set free from Pharaoh. That's what's happening in our day. We're being freed from him. With yeah, They're getting some plagues, but it's on them. The plagues are on them, right? All right, so then we're getting set free into a, a great um, salvation. Now, after they went across the Red Sea, they should have been able to just run in and take the land, take the promised land and go straight across. It's, it's like a couple, two or three days journey. They should have been able to get there. They did not because they did not have the faith. They had the slave mentality, right? And so... Then the Lord said, well, you're going to have to stay here for this whole generation to die off. And so it was 40 years and they were all in, in there. And so Moses even did not get to make it into the promised land. But Joshua, 
did. And that's what our story is about today. But by, that whole time, they, the Lord provided for them and really to work out this slave idea, that slave mentality. So let's go ahead and get that done quickly where we take ownership of um, this world as the Lord told Adam. He says, you know, take dominion over the earth and, and run this place and do not become a slave, right? A slave to sin, a slave to the enemy, a slave to anything. Okay, so we just have to really have that, um, you know, fortified in our in our hearts and our minds. So then it's time, and so it's now where we are entering the story is Joshua chapter one. It's it's time to take the promised land. What they've been told it's a land flowing with milk and honey. In other words, it's just going to be so wonderful, as I've told you guys on videos before. So they're getting ready to take the land. All right, and so this is the amazing uh, command that. Um, that the Lord gives to Joshua. He says, be strong and courageous for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Now the amazing thing is normally you don't think of you know, as a command. You think of, okay, well don't lie, don't steal, don't cheat, don't kill, right? Or <laughs> all that stuff. You don't think of a command from the Lord, be strong and courageous. But that is his command to us today. Be strong and courageous. That's a command. And, and it's because when we look to him, we draw our strength. Kind of like when we look to the sun that just beams down on us. When we keep our eyes on the Lord, he beams down on us. That strength and that courage, okay? Be strong and courageous. That's how we can stay strong and courageous, right? And that's why I'm so glad you're here. So um, be careful and obey all the, all the instructions Moses gave you. Okay, that's a very, a very important for us too. We've got to, in order for us to be strong, there goes my donkey again, our neighbor's donkey. Anyway, um, we've got to be very careful that we obey his instructions because if we have any darkness on us, we won't be able to hear well. It's like mufflers on the ears and, and, and uh, blinders on the eyes. So get, uh, repent of anything, anything that's up on you, get it off and say, Lord, deliver me from that and I repent and I want to walk with you 100%. Now, so he says, do not deviate from them, from the commandments, uh, what the Lord has told you. Do not deviate, neither turn from the, to the right or to the left. Then you'll be successful in everything you do. Isn't that beautiful? That's a, that's a message for you and me, right? Study this book of instruction continually. That's why we're here every day, studying, receiving his word. It keeps us uh, in, the, in the right place, right? Meditate on it day and night so you'll be able to, to be sure. I'm sorry, you'll be sure to obey everything in it. So meditate is like, home. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's not that. It's where you, you think of it and you think, okay, let me uh, put it, help me to think clearly about, okay, let me understand. I'm going to read that. And you just, you know, you sit there and meditate, you think on it. Okay. It's not anything fancy. Okay. It's just letting the Lord let these things soak down into you. It's not like, oh, well, I did my devotional. I opened the book and bam, I'm shut and off my go. No, he says, I'll speak to you uh, as you rise up and as you go, as you go out and you come in. Everywhere you go, the Lord is speaking to you. And I and ask him to speak more to you so that you clearly hear his voice, okay? He says that we are, um, uh, you know, the good shepherd is the one that we listen to and the other, the, the thief, we, we're not going to follow. The, we're not going to follow him. Okay, that's another story. All right, so this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Do not. Do not. Um, there's a, a psalm that says, why are you cast down on my soul? You know, why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. I will yet praise him. He's the health of my countenance, my face, my smile. 
That's why I'm smiling all the time because I keep my eyes on him. It's not anything that terribly complicated. Really is not. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Isn't that beautiful? Okay, so now meditate on that. Now we're going to keep rolling because you know me. I'll get... I'll, I'd love to sit and talk more and more about that, but let's go ahead and move to Joshua chapter two, and we're going to go to chapter uh, to verse eleven. Now, what's happening is they've sent spies into the land into Jericho. Okay, let me back up on Jericho. Jericho is in the land of Canaan. Okay, and what does Canaan sound like? C A N A N, cannibal, right? And it's these people were they took God's word they all knew what the Lord had to, was had told them to do way way back and they'd known that they should uh present an offering before the Lord a lamb but they twisted it they perverted it they made it evil and that's exactly what the enemy does and so they ended up doing evil sacrifices as we know they ended up twisting it and perverting it and that's what he does all the time okay so uh, don't let the enemy twist anything in your life, okay? So now they are uh, they are going in to take this land. And uh, the Lord told them, clean everybody out of here. And that's the thing. If someone is doing these evil sacrifices and eating these things, it's, it's so awful. You, you cannot put up with this. This has got to be eradicated from the face of the earth, okay? So they're supposed to go in and clean it all out. So the first city they're going to take is Jericho. And so it's surrounded with a giant wall. Okay. And so think of this is what we're up against. We are up against this, this same type of thing. And there's a wall around them. They're protected. They've been protected. And we're going to see what the Lord is going to do. This is so exciting. All right. So, uh, but the first thing is to scout out, see what they've got. And that's why we've got so many wonderful, wonderful people, even though there's been infiltration into the FBI and the CIA and all these different, uh, organizations uh through uh, through the government we still have spies our good spies and they are uh finding out what is going on what is the truth they're giving us information so that we can go in and know what's what's going on inside of this uh inside the enemy camp isn't that exactly what we're seeing right isn't that beautiful how the lord has all this right here for us so then he, they go in and um, guess where the <laughs> spies end up running because the bad guys are after them. And they end up um, at the house of Rahab. And she's a, um, she's a, um, a working woman. Let's just put it that way. And so she hides them. Amazingly, she knows. And she even says this at some point. Let me see if I have it right here. Oh, she said, no wonder. This is the verse. Um, Verse something, 10, uh, uh, 11. No wonder our hearts have melted in fear. No one has the courage to fight after hearing these, uh, hearing such things for the Lord your God is the supreme God of, he of the heavens above and the earth below. So they've been talking about it and they were in fear. Remember how I kept saying, let's pray that the Lord will strike fear into the enemy so that, that nothing that they do will be accomplished. They, they will just won't, won't have the courage to, to stand and fight for this evil cabal, right? So they went to her house and she... She, she was already, faith was stirring in her heart. Okay. She was like, I don't want to be a part of this evil group anymore. These people are crazy. I don't want to do evil stuff and I don't want to be a part of it. So she actually hides them when the, when the soldiers come, they're like, she's like, I think they went that way. <laughs> I love that chick. 
Love that chick. Awesome. So now uh, they promised to her, they said, we will, we will protect you. And so she lived actually in the wall of the city. Imagine this big, giant, thick wall. It's thick enough that people can actually, they have like, imagine your houses, you know, you make a big circle of houses and she lives actually in that wall. And so she was able to be kind of look outside the, the city you know, and see what was going on. And then she would, uh, you know, she was, she was obviously a city dweller. And so now, uh, she lets them out her, her window outside the city with her, a scarlet cord. Now I want you to, whenever you read the word, I want you to look for this, this theme of red, a scarlet cord, like in this story or some kind of red something. And it is a picture of Christ. It's a picture of redemption. It's a picture of the blood that washes away our sins and brings us back into union with the, with the Lord. So that is was the picture in this story. And so they, they let her, uh, they, they escaped out the window. Interestingly enough, at some point it says, you know, for them to stay somewhere for three days. Keep looking for the number three too, because three is a representation of uh, what Christ did for us three days buried and then he rose again okay so we in a similar way we go through something for three days symbolically speaking and then we are you know take the city right so this is so cool um, so that is uh, they said we promise when we take the city we will protect you just make sure you have that scarlet cord and it says that she kept that cord out all the time she kept that that um, when we come into the land, we must leave, you must leave this scarlet robe hanging from your window through which you let us down. In other words, you, you can't be a closet Christian. You can't be a, uh, someone who just talks about, you know, God would just in the quiet. You have to be strong and courageous. You have to be uh, vocal. You have to be, uh, 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 you know, not rude, but just that everyone knows that you are a believer. Okay. You can't just be, uh, you know, uh, hiding it. Uh, he says, uh, keep this scarlet robe on pillows. They're probably thinking, what is this robe doing right here? And she, I don't know what she told them. I don't know, but she left it there. And he said, uh, keep that rope hanging from your window through which you will let you let us down. And all your family members, your brothers and sisters and mother, all your relatives must be in the house. Keep them in here and we will come and get you. And we won't let, as long as people see that rope, we, what rope, we're going to let them know, don't touch anybody in that house. But if you go outside, there's no telling, you know, you'll probably, you'll be killed. Okay, so they, she said, yes, I will. I accept your terms. And she sent them on their way, leaving the scarlet robe hanging from her window. Isn't that beautiful? Um, that's what we do. We keep the, the represent, uh, we represent Christ everywhere we go. The Lord has given us the whole land. They went back and told everybody the Lord has given us the whole land for all the people in the land are terrified of us. And that's what I'm telling you today. I'm one of those spies and the Lord's told me <laughs> these people are scared of us and they are frightened and we are taking the city. Isn't that beautiful? Okay, so now chapter three. Here we go. Keep rolling. So um, now they're, they're, they got this river in the way. And it's like the, when you're a kid, you, know, you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You got to go through it. Now, Jordan always has uh, has been like in the old spiritual songs, they would talk about the, that Jordan is what we cross over, like the, the crossing over death, right? And then when you get to cross over, then you'll be in heaven or the promised land. Um, so it's symbolically that. So it represents that. And it's, you know, we've got to go through some, some stuff to get to the good stuff, right? 
And so, all right. So here's the day they're going to cross the River Jordan, and the Lord is going to is raising up Joshua to be a great leader, just like Moses was. Okay. So they've been in this place called Acacia Grove, and you've probably heard the word Acacia before. And Acacia, I think that's the very wood that they made the Ark of the Covenant with. So it's kind of it's a place of strengthening. It's a place of uh, where they uh, not to say that nothing ever bad happened there because it did, but it was a the Acacia is a symbolically I think of, of of strength, of uh, resilience, of, of getting strong. Um, acacia wood is something that doesn't deteriorate very easily. So they've been to, at this place getting ready, and that's what we've been getting ready. Okay, so now it's time to fight. It's time to do this. It's time to go across this river, maybe do something. We can't stay in that safe zone forever. Okay, we've got to be strong and go and do and, and take the city. So um, uh, Joshua is, tell, is uh, telling the priests that they have to carry the Ark of the Covenant. And if you don't know what the Ark of the Covenant is, that's basically a, a big giant box. I've shown it to you on other, I'll, I'll put it up here on the screen. Uh, they would carry it with poles. If anyone touched it, it's basically saying I wanted to go to heaven because they would die. This is the where the presence of the Lord was. It's also basically the payment table. What do you mean the payment table? What it means is that the blood would be would be splattered on the Ark of the Covenant. And that would be that the blood is what is how we how we approach God. I don't approach him out of my own works and my own uh, righteousness. I approach him on the basis of the righteousness of Christ, of his blood. Okay. So the blood was always, if, if this thing was splattered in blood, and that was always a thing that they would recognize. Now they do When they get later on, they weren't able to actually see this thing, but they were able to see it at as they were, as you know, they list them carrying it across. So it's going to be so cool. What happens is um, they, they carry, they're carrying this thing, okay? The Levitical priests are carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God. Uh, this is in verse 2. Um, move out from your positions and follow them when they start walking. Okay, it's time to go. Since you have never traveled this way before, they will guide you. Stay about a half mile behind them. Keep a clear distance between you and the Ark. Make sure you don't come any closer. This thing is dangerous. The Lord is holy. He is pure. And now we are able, because of Christ, we're able to enter into the veil and we can go into the Holy of Holies. That's because of Christ. But but it's a it is a fearful thing to to fall into the hands of the living God. You do not mess with God. God is awesome and love wonderful and love and all of that but he is serious too so he they said stay stay about a half mile back make sure you don't come any closer then joshua told the people purify yourselves for tomorrow the lord will do great wonders among you so this is for you and me i've got to make sure like i was saying before we've got to make sure just like joshua was told we've got not just for the leaders for every one of us if we want to be strong we've got to purify ourselves of any kind of things that that we know is is wrong okay so now um, he says, he's going to do great wonders among you. Oh, y'all, he's talking to us too. We're living in the day. We're going to have one, uh, great wonders happening among us. In the morning, Joshua said to the priest, lift up the Ark of the Covenant and lead the people across the river. So they started out and went ahead of the people. The Lord told Joshua, today I will begin to make you a great leader in the eyes of the Israelites. They will know that I'm with you just as I was with Moses. Okay, so they are getting ready. I'm just going to have to read this whole thing. It's just so good. Give the command to the priests who carry the ark. When you reach the banks of the Jordan, take a few steps into the river and stop there. So Joshua told the Israelites, come and listen to what the Lord says. Today you will know the living God is among you. He will surely drive out the Canaanites, the, Hi the Hittites, the Hivites, all these people who've been doing all these evil things. They're going to be gone. Okay. Look, the ark of the covenant 
which belongs to the Lord of the whole earth, will lead you across the Jordan River. So it was saying that the that the these these priests would guide them because you've never been there. But the priests are those who are leaders in God's house. They should be leading you across this river, uh, leading you into this uh, this thing that the Lord is doing. And unfortunately, many of them aren't even aware of what's going on, so they can't lead anybody anyway. So, but the Lord is the one who tells us. He's the one who who puts the message in our hearts so that we go with it, right? Now, choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. They will carry the ark of the Lord. And as soon as, this is so cool, as soon as their feet touch the water, the flow of water will be cut off upstream and the river will stand up like a wall. Ah, uh, more about the wall, right? But this is going to stop. This evil stuff is going to stop. This, uh, this again, Jordan River is a symbol of this stream of death of death and you've got to cross it and there's no other there's no other way to get to heaven except that so this wall as soon as that the lord went into this river okay the ark of the covenant went in it was going to stand up like a wall but they had to put their feet in we have to put our feet in as soon as we put our feet in then of the feet of faith you step in by faith then that wall stops all the way back to what town guess what Adam. There was a town called Adam. This is all the way back to Adam. Isn't that a beautiful thing? That's so amazing. So the people left their camp. Remind me about telling you about six days, but because six days represents 6,000 years, all the way back to Adam. We've had this flow of evil, this evil stuff going on, and that's it. The Lord's going to make it stand up like a wall, and that's it. So the Lord left the people, uh, their camp, to cross the Jordan, the priests were carrying the ark, went ahead of them. It was the harvest season, and the Jordan was overflowing its banks. Okay, so this evil stuff is, is overflowing, as, as Daniel said, when sin was at its height. So we have had so much evil going on, but it's going to be it's going to be stopped, even though it's overflowing. So some people are like, oh, well, the reason they cropped was because the... It, it was uh, the low tide. No, it was not. It says here clearly it was harvest season, so it was overflowing the banks. These people who try to refute God's word make me a little crazy. But anyway, as soon as the feet of the priests who were carrying the ark touched the water at the river's edge, the water at that point began backing up all the way to Adam, which is near Zarathan. And the water below that point followed on to the Dead Sea. So the rest of that water just kept going so, uh, to the Dead Sea. All that, anybody who's caught up in this evil stuff, they're going to go on to the Dead Sea and they're going to be just turned into salt, right? So, um, isn't that amazing? I love that. As soon as their feet touch the water. This is the same thing that happens with you and me. As soon as we take that step of faith, as soon as we just take even the smallest step of faith, the Lord's, I mean, he's right here with us and he, he gives us the, the courage. But you have to put your feet in the water, right? Me too. We have to take the step of faith. And then it's, it, he's like, hey, that wasn't so bad. That's exactly what happened to me. September 8th, 1984, I thought, oh, there's no way I can walk that. As I said, okay, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready. This is go time. And so I, as soon as I stepped my feet in the water, I'm like, this is awesome. Why did I do this years ago? This is amazing. I love this. This is a great life. Anyway, long time ago. 
Anyway, so, and he just gave me a hunger for his word. You can tell, I just love his word. Anyway, meanwhile, the priests who were carrying the ark stood on the dry ground in the middle of the riverbed as the people passed by. So there's people passing by, go, 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 go. And so they waited there until the whole nation of Israel had crossed the, uh, the Jordan on dry ground. We got to get everybody because we're not doing this again, <laughs> right? Let's go. And that's what we're trying to get everybody on, on, on track with us. Now, now we're going into Joshua chapter 4. So they crossed this river, and it was just amazing. But these guys are still standing in the middle of the river with the Ark of the Covenant. And so then, um, then they say, okay, we got, we got something. We want to remember this day because this is an amazing day. Of course, uh, yesterday being Memorial Day, we remember those people who fought for us. We remember what the Lord has done for us. And so we set up memorials in our lives. And that, that's something very important for you to do. Uh, keep a diary, keep a something where you can keep track of what the Lord has done for you because it's going to help you with the next battle. You go, okay, well, the Lord helped me here. He helped me there. He helped me there, 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 there. And so you know he's going to help you this time, right? So that's the same thing that they did. They set up a memorial stone. So each one, uh, the guys, uh, one person from each tribe went and got this stone. And so uh, a huge stone. It wasn't a little bitty stone either. It was a big stone. He says, uh, uh, put it on your shoulder. So it wasn't some little bitty thing. It was something they had to big, big thing to carry. Um, this will remind us that the Jordan River stopped flowing from the Ark of the Lord's Covenant. Uh, when the Ark of the Lord's Covenant went across, these stones will stand as a memorial among the people of Israel forever. So they he said, put them on your shoulders, get some big stones. And so they set this up. And I bet you that the, that the, it, it formed a pyramid. I bet you it did. Remind me, one day I want to tell you all the story of the pyramids that they have found. You can search it for yourself and see uh, the, they, the Great Pyramid. They have gotten into it, and it's, it's amazing inside. It's a picture of the gospel. It's, it, this is way back to the time of Enoch. Way, 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 way back. So I bet you they did this because it's, the pyramid is not an Illuminati symbol. <laughs> Makes me so mad. It's a sign of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's a picture of our Lord, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. It's not them. It's us. He hijacks everything. He tries to steal our stars and our sun and our rainbow, everything else. No more. Give it back. Those are our symbols. Okay. So um, isn't this beautiful? So they set up the stones actually in the middle of the, of the Jordan River too. So they put this there in the middle, middle of the uh, a memorial there. So you put many memorials in your life. We have, uh, you know, all these memorials in, in D.C. We have different memorials all over the country and we remember. Um, and I think they're becoming more and more precious to us now when we realize what these people really did. I think... I think the Civil War people, I think they were fighting this New World Order, and we didn't realize it. They've changed our history in so many places. So, you know, a lot of this is going to all come to, uh, come out over time. Uh, it's just going to have to take a minute, right? But we're in the middle... <laughs> We're in the middle of this now. Now, so now at that point, the, um, the, 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 the ark came on across after they put the stones and then the water went back to normal. So that day, the Lord made Joshua a great leader in the eyes of all the Israelites. For the rest of his life, they revered him as much as they had revered Moses. So, you know, I love Joshua. He's one of the few that we don't hear one bad thing about him. There's most of the people are like, they got some kind of big thing, bad thing that they did, but not Joshua. Uh, he and Daniel, just a few of them are, are just really, really faithful. So now on we go to chapter five. Look how fast we're going. We're going when, um, now 
before they cross. You know, they, they've crossed over now in their land in this place called Gilgal. And I heard that that's a place of just, it's kind of a Kabbalah place. So, yeah, this whole area over here across the Jordan is bad news. It's bad, bad news. And these are people are doing all this evil stuff. So they have to get ready. So what did they do? They reinstituted all these, all the, the covenant uh uh, things, the, the circumcision, etc. So what do we, okay, I'm not asking you guys to be circumcised, so don't worry. Um, so it's, it's about, uh-oh, I'm shaking the phone. Um, it is about, um, us getting our hearts right with the Lord. It is a symbol, circumcision is a symbol of cutting away anything that is hampering us from following the Lord. A baptism is a washing away of sins. It is a, is a rising from the dead to walk in a new life. So it's not about a the symbol. It's about the reality of that we are sanctifying our hearts and saying, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm with you. I'm on your side. I want to be in your battle and all that. So that's what they were doing. They were getting themselves ready because they needed, they needed everything running at top performance, right? So at the bottom, you can read that first part of Joshua. Um, so I won't make this video too long, but when Joshua was near the town of Jericho, he looked up. This is so amazing, y'all. I, I really think symbolically President Trump is our Joshua, our leader to help us across the Jordan and, in, and to take this land, take this city. He really is. When Joshua went near the town of Jericho, he looked up, he saw a man standing in front of him with a sword in his hand. So it looked like a man, but it has sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him. Joshua's so brave. He went straight up to him and demanded, are you a friend or a foe? Neither one, he replied, I am the commander of the Lord's army. Okay, so this is really important for us. This is the Lord speaking to him. Now, he, the Lord had told him before what to do, but now he is actually having a, 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 a more uh, personal uh, experience with the Lord. And that's what's going to happen when we do what he said, when we sanctify our hearts, when we say, okay, Lord, I want to put you first, then he is more clear to us. He is, he reveals himself more clearly to us. Okay. So this is what happened with Joshua. And, um, he got to see the Lord face to face and what, what was his response? Cause this is, this is, this is the pre-incarnate Christ from what I can understand. And he fell on his face and to the ground in reverence, I'm at your command. What do you want your servant to do? So he knew this was the Lord. And, the, and, and, and he had said, I'm not on this person's side or that person's side. I'm on the Lord's side. And that's the thing for us. This is how we can bring unity to our group. We are on one side. We are on the side of freedom. We're on the side of stopping the evil we're, we're on the side of good. We're on the side of those who will stop uh, the lies, stop the, the, the children being hurt, stop the, thief, the thievery, stop the, all these things. That's the side that we're on, okay? It's not about a person, it's not about a personality. It's about the, uh, we're on good, the side of good versus evil, right? So um, the, commander, um, uh, the commander of the Lord's army said, take off your sandals for the place you are standing on is holy, they only said that when Moses, remember when he went to the burning bush and he said, take up your sandals for your, this is holy ground. This is a, so it's a, another place that it says that. And it's, this is the Lord. You're, you're standing on the Lord's ground. I, this is the, I've, the Lord has come down. Um, so yeah, this is an amazing thing. So now Joshua is ready. He's ready to lead. And we see our president um, and I personally think that he's been, uh, he's been a, a strong man of God in, 
in secret. He, if he had come up across and say, you know, tell him what he really thought, you know, it was hard enough for him to get to be president as it was. And that, but with, he came in sneaky. He came in sneaky. I love it. He's so smart. See something else. So, um, so now we're in chapter six and the fall of Jericho. This is what we're coming at. We're getting there. I'm so excited. Love it. Cause this is what's going to happen in our day y'all. Okay, so the gates of Jericho were shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in. So this is what they're doing. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah, they're, they're on mainstream news or whatever, but they are freaking out and they are just like trying to just, if we just like go hide under the bed, maybe this will all go away. No, it's not. And just like I was saying the other day, we're not stopping. We're not stopping until this is done, until these people are eradicated. They just won't because they won't stop. We won't stop, right? So they, um, now I'm going to have to read this whole chapter because this is so, so important. And I don't want you to miss anything. The Lord said to Joshua, I've given you Jericho, its king and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Okay. Big old city. I actually got to go there and it's just big old crumbles. And so they're going to march around the whole city for six days. Again, that is like the 6,000 years. Since Adam, we've been going round and round and round and round. It's like, oh my gosh, when are we ever going to get this, you know, get the show on the road? And that's what's going to be for six days. They're going to do this and it's just going to go around and then they're going to go back. They're like, what? Why are we not taking the city? That's the same thing for us. The Lord has a plan and he, this is what it had to be. It just had to be this way. So, all right, so they're going to go, um, uh, he, but he's giving them the city, but he's going to we're going to do it his way, okay, and in his timing. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn, a trump. On the seventh day, you were to march around the town seven times with the priests blowing their horns. What? Okay, so on the, so the six days, right? And then on the seventh day, you march around seven times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, with the priests blowing their horns, okay? So the priests, those the leaders in the, in, the, in the religious organizations are to shout the news about the truth and shout and they're the whole, all, all the, every time they go around the city. But they're, it's, you know, they, we don't get the victory until the seventh day. Okay, when you hear the priest give one long blast on the ram's horns, oh, just go, just this big long blast, the last trump, um, that then you will uh, have all the people shout as loud as they can. And then the walls of the town will collapse. And the people can charge straight into the town. So this is what's so cool. Okay, so imagine a spokes on a wheel. So they've gone around the city and, and they're all around, okay? So it wasn't that it fell down like this way or that way. From what I'm saying, it fell just straight down so that each person could go straight in like the spokes on a wheel. They can go straight into the city. Isn't that amazing? So here's what happens. As he told him this is what's going to happen. So Joshua called together the priests and said, Take up the Ark of the Lord's Covenant and assign seven priests to walk in front of it, each carrying a ram 
Aaron's horn. Then he gave orders to the people, march around the town, and the armed men will lead the way in the front of the ark of the Lord. Then Joshua spoke to the people. The seven priests with ram's horns started marching in the presence of the Lord, blowing the horns as they marched. And the ark of the Lord's covenant followed them. Some of the armed men marched in front of the priests with the horns and some behind the ark, with the priests continually blowing the horns. So you got some armed guys up in front because you just never know what these people might pull. You're not. They're not they're gonna not gonna they're not gonna let any of that happen. Do not shout, do not even talk. Not even a word. Remember that verse the, the passage I did the other day about Sennacherib, not to even say a word? So that's what it's been. And it's almost been that way. It's like, okay, why is nothing happening? Why has this not been solved in six thousand years? Well, even though we, you know, the, the horns were being blasted, it was not the Lord's. It was not time yet. And as I, I mentioned in another one, it's, it's, we just did not have people in place all over the country to take to rise into these positions of authority and to take and 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 uh, and rule and reign with Christ. We just didn't have the people. But now we did. Now we did. So here we go. So. So the Ark of the Lord was carried around the town once that day, and then everyone returned to spend the night in the camp. You know the people of, of Jericho are like, what are they doing? What is this? And, and at a certain point, after six, five days, whatever, six days of that, they're probably like, it, it, it's making them crazy, but they're like, they obviously don't have the courage to do anything. And that's what they thought. They thought about us that we, we would never act. But the, we are, this is the time. This is it. So, um, yeah, Joshua got up the, early the next morning. The priests again carried the Ark of the Lord. The seven, Okay, here we go. The, the seven priests with the ram's horns marched in front of the Ark of the Lord, blowing their horns, just as usual. And again, the armed men marched both in front of the priests with the horns and behind the Ark of the Lord, too. All this time, the priests were blowing their horns. On the second day, they again marched around the town once and returned to camp, and they followed the pattern for six days. So now the seventh day, the Israelites got up at dawn, marched around the town as they had done before. But this time, they went around the town seven times. The seventh time uh, around, as the priests sounded the long blast on their horns, Joshua commanded the people, Shout! For the Lord has given you the town. Jericho and everything in it must be completely destroyed as an offering to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute, remember that? And her others in her house will be spared, for she is protected. She protected our spies. Do not take any of the things as set apart for destruction, or you yourselves will be completely destroyed too. And you'll be you'll bring trouble in the camp of the Lord. Everything made from silver or gold or bronze or iron is sacred to the Lord and must be brought into His treasury, because those things could be cleansed. When the people heard the sound of the ram's horns, they shouted as loud as they could. <laughs> they shouted as loud as they could. That's what we're doing. We are shouting as loud as we can everywhere we go. We are we are going. And seven is a number of perfection. It's the time of perfection. It's the seventh day. It is the beginning of the seventh uh, the seventh thousandth year and it is when we are shouting in the twitter and the facebook and the in our neighbors and everywhere we go email whatever whatever way way you can shout um suddenly the walls of jericho collapsed the walls of jericho collapsed that is what's happening you guys the walls are coming down boom they're coming down 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 straight down and the israelites charged straight into the town and captured it 
Amazing. That's what we're doing. The walls are coming down and we're going in. We're going in. We're saying we're taking, we're not, we're not going to have you people running this place anymore. Isn't that awesome? And they completely destroyed everything in it with swords. Men and women, young and old, cattle, sheep, goats and donkeys. All of it. All of it. This is the problem because this, this thing has permeated the bloodline. It's all, it's, it's got to be, it's got to go. It just got to go. That's just what it is. The men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab, though. She has turned back to the Lord. There's always that remnant. There's that peace that they can receive forgiveness if they'll just turn. If they just turn. And so Rahab and her mother, mother and father and brothers and all the relatives uh, with her, they moved her whole family to a safe place near the camp of Israel. Then the Israelites burned the town and everything in it. Like I said, I saw it. It's just a big old heap of rubble even to this day. Um, only the things made of silver, gold, bronze, or iron were kept in the treasury for the Lord's house. Then Joshua spared Rahab and her relatives with her because she had hidden the spies. And they live among the Israelites to this day, it says. At that time, Joshua invoked a curse. He said, may the curse of the Lord fall on anyone who tries to rebuild the town of Jericho. At the cost of his firstborn, he will lay its foundation. At the cost of his youngest son, he will set up its gates. You, you want to do that? You want, you want to take that? So the Lord was with Joshua and his reputation spread throughout the land. So they got this city and they removed this hotbed of Canaanism, right? All this evil stuff that was happening there, just like what we're seeing. The, this is a, 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 the capital of evil, right? And their job was to do this from every city throughout the land to get it completely purged. And unfortunately, they didn't do that job. But anyway... On this day, it was a day of great salvation. They, it, they did exactly as the Lord said, and all of that was stopped. All that evil stuff was stopped right there. And they were able to go in and live in the city and be at peace, and everybody could just have everything that they needed. Everything was, was chill. Isn't that a wonderful story? That is exactly what we're seeing. We are seeing this day. I hope you enjoyed that story. And just, I want you to just relish in that that we are getting to see this day that we are taking this city and there's nothing that they can do about it we know that they are put in great fear and the walls are coming down and that we are going to get to live in peace and safety so let's all of us sanctify ourselves before the lord say lord i want to i want to walk in your light and i want to be on your team and use me however you see fit let's pray thank you lord that you are doing this in our day. This was a great salvation years ago, but this is the fulfillment of it for the whole earth, not just for one city or one area, but for the entire earth. And Lord, I pray that you will cleanse the entire world. Use us to cleanse every area. We thank you for all those CEOs that have resigned who were doing evil throughout the world, and they are being removed, removed, removed. We thank you that uh, all those assets are being seized from those who've been doing evil. Everything that's been evil, you're you're cleansing it from our world all over the world. We just give you praise that you are doing that. Use us however you see fit, Lord. Strike fear into the enemy so that there's nothing that they can do uh, that they to stop it. And that the walls that have been protecting them will all come down. That the mainstream media that has been protecting them will absolutely come down. This wag the dog will come and into absolutely nothing. And everyone will be able to see right into the city exactly what they've been doing. And that take that, that those blinders off of our 
our eyes so that we can, we can know what's been going on. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that, that you are, are able and that you fulfill your word. You are faithful and that you wrote this down and it is happening. Thank you that we get to live in the beginning of the seventh day. And this is going to be the, the, the millennial reign where everything is set at peace. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later.